the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment here, Steelers Blitz on a Friday. It is the time of year where, you know, we do a lot of hypotheticals. We do a lot of would you rather. We do a lot of how could this work out for the Steelers and would you rather them go this direction or that direction. You know, Arthur Motes, I was thinking about this earlier today. No, you and I, the show that we do, Steelers Blitz, it is 98.5% about football. You know, the other the other percent and a half time, and maybe we goof around about movies or music or which hot sauce is the best, right, or all these things. <laughs> it's about 98.5% football. And of that 98.5%, I'd say probably 95% of that 98.5% is Steelers. But we do like to go around the league. We do have, you know, not just Steelers fans that listen to this show. We've got football fans that listen Absolutely. to the show. And, and Arthur Motes and I are obviously Steelers fans, but we love football. We uh, we love the game. We love the league. We love the craziness that is this time of year. And, oh, my goodness, cousin, has it been crazy for a lot of different reasons. We all know, obviously, the Deshaun Watson saga, and we've been following that. And it seems like, um, by all reports, uh, that could be coming to a conclusion. We could have an answer and figure out where he's headed here anytime soon. Uh, but man, that story has almost been usurped, if you will, Arthur Motes. All right, fancy word there, huh? <laughs> By this Cleveland Browns Baker Mayfield drama that obviously began when reports were out there that the Browns were inquiring about Deshaun Watson. Uh, Baker Mayfield took the social media, wrote a long post, right, and. And and then all of a sudden this thing has 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 really escalated as the kids like as the the yeah. the anch- the anchor man meme right Arthur Motes boy that escalated quickly where Baker Mayfield has requested a trade and the Browns have told him no and now it seems like it could be a little bit of a standoff Arthur Motes this Cleveland Browns this Baker Mayfield saga I mean whose side you on here Well for me I always side with Baker in this I mean. The Browns, they tried to have their cake and eat it, too. They have not negotiated the long-term deal with Baker Mayfield. Their reports were that they were meeting with Deshaun Watson. So if you're Baker Mayfield, why wait to see if Deshaun chooses them and then they move you? No, bump that. If you wanted to make a meeting with them, that means you were ready to move on from me then. So if you didn't want me then, don't want me now. So for me, I support Baker's, you know, mindset and energy with this 100% because how many times do we see organizations do that? And it's always fine when it's the organization. You know, they, they hey, man, yeah, we'll, we'll talk to that person. Yeah, we're interested in that person. Oh, they didn't come? Well, hey, you know, we really love you, Baker. Now we don't <laughs> want to trade you, Baker. It's like, no, if, if I'm that guy, if I'm your franchise quarterback and you want to pay me what I want to get paid, you're not taking that phone call. You're not taking the meeting. Think about when we've had Ben Roethlisberger in his prime years. Do you think we were going to have a meeting with any other quarterback? Zero chance. And if we did, you know what Ben's reaction would have been? The exact same way of Baker's minus the social media. I was going to say, I don't don't know if he would have wrote a two-paragraph post on social media where he signed it with his middle name as well, too. Right. But But it would have been, right. But for a fact, it would have been, go ahead and move on from me. And as players, that's the feeling that we got. Because we've all experienced that in some capacity where it's like, okay, you're interested in that guy? Well, I don't want to be here. You know, because you clearly think you could do it without me, so do it without me. Right. And, oh, if you just so happen to not get Deshaun Watson, well, that's on you, Cleveland. You you played your hand too early. And that's kind of the energy that I would have with it. And that's why I am glad to see Baker taking control in this situation, not allowing them to run over him, regardless of 
you know, how we feel about him and things like that. Baker's a, a quality quarterback. Baker's a starting quarterback in the NFL. And for me, when you feel like your organization has turned their back on you, why, why give them the decency? Why give them the flexibility or the, 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 the latitude to pick and choose when they want you? Because, okay, it was Deshaun Watson this time, but what stops them from, you know, saying that it's this quarterback right. next time? Or next, this next, quarterback sum, over here? next summer, it's somebody right. else's available. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So that's why for me, man, when I saw Baker, you know, obviously we saw the the letter or the, the I call it a letter because it was so long, <laughs> his post yesterday, you know, in the sense of, you know, showing gratitude, but not saying a goodbye. But I do like the fact that he changed his tone because I thought yesterday was more passive aggressive, whereas today it's like, nah, man, I'm a man. Let me prove it to you. I yeah. don't want to be here anymore. Get rid of me. And, and I do think for Baker, man, it, it makes a lot of sense to take this approach because of how the Browns operated. Remember, Baker didn't ask for this trade prior to the Browns going to meet with Deshaun Watson. You know, the reports that they were going to meet with Deshaun Watson. Prior to that, Baker was all on board. Baker wanted to be a part of the Browns, and we would have loved it. Trust me. But because of them operating the way that they did, now Cleveland is in a bind. Yeah. And it's hard to rebuild that relationship, man. It's hard to rebuild that trust. No, it, it absolutely is. And listen, for anybody who's listened to this show, Arthur Motes, for more than 15 minutes knows how I feel right, about right. knows how I feel about Baker Mayfield, right? <laughs> and I know I know it's I know it's hip. I know it's chick to uh to 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 dump on Baker Mayfield, but mm-hmm. just remember I hated him first, all right? This dates back yeah. to his time at Oklahoma and for mm-hmm. three straight years him dumping all over my Mountaineers. All right, but I so I so I obviously like to see a disgruntled Baker Mayfield, all right? That's just fine with me. But yeah, in this sense it's I the 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 essay on social media where he signed it Baker Reagan Mayfield with his middle name was a little unnecessary. But everything else in this, I mean it's 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 hard for me to knock the guy. Like it it it, it really is um he is, you know, he is a guy who felt like the franchise was behind him. You know, they they go what? 1 and 31 in the two seasons before they drafted him. He comes in and he wasn't the only reason why. We obviously know that. They they had a solid run game. They had a great offensive line. They had a defense. We're not, that, but we but we're not going to minimize his impact. Though, correct. You know? Correct. Yeah, correct. we can't minimize his impact. Abs- absolutely. Um he wasn't what Joe Burrow did to the Bengals, but but he yeah. certainly was a big part of the reason why the Browns were able to go from the laughing stock of the league to in the postseason, and you know, uh, and, and 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 obviously winning that game Super Wild Card Weekend, and I think maybe that might have been a catalyst in all of this. You, you win your first playoff game in twenty some years. You take down the hated Steelers. Then you go right to to Arrowhead and you go back and forth and you're in it with the Chiefs and you end up losing. But you feel like you know what? Next year we're coming back. We're gonna mm-hmm. tweak a couple things and and this division's ours. Right. And it does it doesn't go that way for the team this year. It doesn't go that way for Baker Mayfield. Certainly, he was not good enough. And there were a lot of things well, that played into that. He was hurt that. as well, though. I, I was, was, was going to say. Yeah. I was going to say. Was and he and he definitely yeah. deserves. Listen, you know, you and I have talked about before. When you're out there on yeah. the field, you have to be judged accordingly. But we all do mm-hmm. know that he was dealing with a lot of different injuries. That mm-hmm. he had some knee issues. He had some shoulder issues. A lot of different stuff that that he played through. And I think even with that, you know. He's looking at Cleveland like, hey, 
I'm in a contract, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm in a contract situation here, and I'm going out there every week and I'm laying it on the line when I probably, you know, when you guys probably should shut me down, I'm still playing because we've still got a chance to salvage this season. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he hears that they're talking about needing an adult in the room, that they're that they're flirting with some other quarterback who's out there. I I understand all of that. My question for you, and, and I I am I, I, like again, I'm on the same page as is why he is upset and why now he feels like, all right, you know, if 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 you guys can go elsewhere, I can go elsewhere. Does he have that type of leverage though? That's my that's my question for you. Why doesn't he? The same way Deshaun Watson said to the well, Texans, he's not, I'm he's not, not playing for you. No, I, I, but no, no, no. But think about it. But he's this. not Deshaun Watson. Let, let me break it down to you, though. What was Cleveland before Baker Mayfield got there? One in 31. And since, they, since he's been there, what have they been? They've won Res- the playoff re- game. Res- respectable. They, they've been very respectable. Absolutely. In fact, they've, they've competed at times. So for him, yes, he has leverage. Because for Cleveland, your track record of finding quarterbacks is piss poor. So if you're Baker, you take the, I mean, if you want to now, you take that approach of Deshaun Watson taking in Houston. What did Deshaun Watson say in Houston? I'm not playing with you guys anymore. I don't care what y'all talking about. I'm not playing here. Yeah. And uh, obviously everything that transpired after that, that's why people made the, the, the suggestions of, okay, was that the organization making this? Like what was right. going on right. here? But it started with Deshaun saying, I'm fed up. I am not going to play another down here. If Baker takes that stance, it is not a lot that the Browns can do. He's under contract. Yeah, you could try the whole, all right, we'll find him, find him, find him. That only drives that wedge further, further, further between you and the organization. Baker still does have value. And that's the thing. It's like, man, Baker is going to have a market. If Baker was on the open market uh, right now. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, what are we talking about here? You don't think, as much you don't think, the, Colts, you don't think the Colts would take him? Th- thank you. As much as we hype up our situation here, oh, Mason, oh, Mitch. If Baker was available, I don't think that it would have been as clear-cut. Oh, yeah, we got Mr. Trubisky. That's just the reality of it. Yeah. So with that, if you're Baker, you understand your position. You understand your leverage, and you're hurt because you put your career on the line playing last year with the injuries that he had. He put it on the line for that team and for them to turn their back on him because of Deshaun Watson is available. Yeah, if you're him, be pissed off and communicate that with them daily. Until they move you. And if they decide to play hardball, well, hey, man, dig your feet in and play hardball with them. But that's the only way you're going to get the respect that you want. Because for a fact, if you go back there and say, you know what, hey, bygones are bygones, they're still going to be looking at a a draft of the guy next year. They're still going to be looking at that quarterback market next year. And that's the thing. And once the team shows you their true colors, no different than a person. If a person shows you their true colors, believe it, they're not going to change. That's, that's, that's super rare that a person shows you one thing and they drastically change like that. And right. for me, when I think of Baker in this situation, it's like I feel for him. And I'm not even a Baker supporter. I don't even like the guy. Not in a personal sense, but just like an on-field sense. But right. you right. still have to respect his play. You can clearly point to the things that he's done for Cleveland since he's been there and what Cleveland was prior to him being there. And that part, will you, you cannot overstate that enough. Cleveland was a dumpster fire before he got there. A legitimate dumpster fire. We've all, we've all seen the jersey, right, with the, the quarterback names crossed out all the way down to the Absolutely. ground. Absolutely. Baker does not, to me, Baker doesn't fall in that category of failed quarterback experiments. No. To me, this is one of those situations where obviously us in Pittsburgh, we, we, go, we get on Baker because, yeah, we don't like it. It's Cleveland. Like, what you supposed to be? Like, that's what's supposed to happen. 
Right. But right. It, when we take off our black and gold glasses, it's like, man, what Baker has done to Cleveland, for them to turn around at the first sight of a pretty face, I mean, that'd be no different if you were married to your wife for four years and now that it's time for, you know, y'all to get that fifth year anniversary, she's over there like, oh, this guy kind of cute. What's his name? Hey, can, can me and him go on a date? I just want to test the market. I just want to see what's going on. How do you think you're going to react to that? The listener, how, how do you think you would react if your significant other did that after a couple of years? Especially you were if, in, if she said, in, I just... I just need an adult in the household. Yeah, yeah. And, and you were in, and they were in utter chaos prior to you getting there. They were in terrible relationship after terrible relationship. Toxic after toxic after toxic. You come in there and give them some stability. And now that you finally give them some stability, you had an off year because you're banged up and you're still putting it on the line for them. And they're like, oh, man, I'm just going to date. We're just going to go to, we're just going to go to Morton's for a little while. We're just going to talk for a little bit. That's all. You know, oh, 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 oh. I still love you. I still love you. No, nah, I don't want to hear any of that. And that's just the reality of it right now for Baker, man. No, that's 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 a very good point by you. It is. I I, I love that analogy too. Um, yeah, but I'm, hey, I'm, serves I'm, Cleveland's right, right? Serves them right. And, and, and we say the Browns just, are going to Brown. Is that so typical too? They, they they could they you finally got something good going for you, and you jumped the gun. You couldn't help yourself. So typical. Just but, so but thank typical. you, thank you, Cleveland. I appreciate you, Cleveland, for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm, not, be interesting. I'm not going to talk bad on you, Cleveland. Good job. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. I mean, we know there's still teams that are in the quarterback market. It sounds like Deshaun Watson's going to end up in Atlanta, but then all of a sudden that would mean that Matt Ryan is probably available on the quarterback market as well, too. You know, Carolina's interested. You know, the Colts are interested. How's that all shuffle? How's that all play out? That's going to be fun to watch develop here over the next couple oh, of weeks. What, what about Seattle? Seattle's got to be in a competition Seattle needs, as well. Yeah, Seattle, Seattle needs a quarterback as now. well, Don't too. Don't forget about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. hypothetical for you, if you're one of these teams that needs a quarterback. I guess uh, I guess we should throw Houston in there as well, huh? Because we're talking about Deshaun Watson. Houston as well, Houston, too, shortly. Yeah, I mean, if it's, it's Houston, a list. <laughs> no, that's, that's a great point. If you're Houston, if you're Seattle, if you're Indy, if you're Carolina, do you want one of these rookie quarterbacks or do you want Baker Mayfield? Just depends on their situation. For me, you know, I, I lean more proven veteran. To me, I don't think that any of these quarterbacks coming out are day one better than Baker. I think the one that has the most potential to pass Baker is Malik. And that's why we're even talking about drafting Malik because of the high ceiling on him. But he still is a project. None of these other quarterbacks are coming in and doing what Baker has done. I just don't see that happening this year or next year. Whereas with Baker, when he's been healthy, Baker has shown that he can really do some positive things out there. But we obviously know Baker still has his limitations, and we're not saying that he's a perfect prospect or even a legitimate franchise-caliber quarterback. But what we will say is he's legitimate QB1. And that's yeah. in that same conversation yeah. we talked about Kirk Cousins, QB1. Not franchise, QB1. It's a difference. Ryan Tannehill. Have, right. Those are QB1s. They're not franchise-caliber guys. They're not guys that you feel you can get over the hump with. But if you have QB1 along with everything else you need in place, you can definitely win a lot of games with them. And that, to me, is a significant difference when you're talking about Baker versus any of these guys coming out in the draft. Arthur Motes, you know how there's a favorite line. You're Uh-oh. you're you're a bat you're a Batman fan. Oh, you better believe it. You may or, you may or may not have a Batman tattoo that I've seen before. Strong possibility. We 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 both like movies. We both are superhero guys. You know, there's a famous there's a famous line in Batman where. You know, one Mr. Wayne, or sorry, one Uh-oh. Alfred says something like, uh, some men just like to watch the world burn. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think you know where I'm going with this. You know how I want to watch the world the world burn in this regard? Oh, yeah. Talk to me, baby. I need this this entire Baker Mayfield saga, this entire fallout with the Browns organization, I need this to somehow end up with Kenny Pickett being selected by the Browns in the first round. Come on! <laughs> Kenny Pickett, all, all you H2Pers out there, you're going to have to choose. Do you oh ride with Kenny gosh. or do you stay loyal to the Steelers? Folks, I so need it. Sick? Hook it Why in my veins. So I'm oh Petty. I'm Tom Petty. <laughs> I'm Richard Petty. I'm every other Petty who's out there. Some Who men just want to watch the fuck? world burn i need kenny pickett to the browns cousin i need it who are you who is this person i'm talking to right now i'm I'm the same petty i'm the same petty wesley euler that i always been i just i'm seeing a real opportunity here to cash in oh my goodness that is savagery at its finest oh man listen (laughs) i'm all for it just because i like you know you 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 like to watch the world burn i like to get you company i'm just gonna be over there with you like hey man it's pretty funny over there, huh? I'm just that guy, okay? I'm the guy sitting next to you. But that would be beautiful. To w- wouldn't that be? Wouldn't that be it hilarious? Would be. All those, be. Pe- and, all those people who have been, oh, his hand size mm-hmm. doesn't matter. Oh, come on, mm-hmm. Kenny, prove the doubters. All of a sudden, they'd be uh-huh. like, oh, I don't know if I want Kenny to do that well anymore. Because they might, they might like Kenny, but they don't like him like they love to steal it. Yeah. They don't like him like that. He ain't Kobe. <laughs> he ain't Kobe. Let's go. Oh man, yo, that 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 is funny. But it is a realistic scenario, though. When oh, you're it certainly about is. Cleveland in this situation right now, they're going to have to make a decision. And if Baker digs his heels in and says, "Man, I am not playing for you guys," Cleveland better do something. They're going to have to. You know, now you can move him, and his market, like I said, is really good solely because you haven't paid him the contract just yet. Yeah. So trading Baker, it's a lot easier to do. You know, you, you're going to give up picks for him, but. At the end of the day, those teams aren't going to have to feel overly concerned because they know, hey, we still get to negotiate the terms of his deal. We get to negotiate how big or how robust his cap hit will be, salary, uh, signing bonus, and things on that nature. So if you're Cleveland right now, man, you, you're in a little bit of a, of a situation here. Now, Cleveland could handle it this way also. They could come back and say, well, you know what, since we messed up, we'll pay you more. And that is a legitimate thing. I know even when, with my situation here in Pittsburgh, man, we had some stuff behind the scenes that, you know, I, I did add into it. Like, nah, man, because this and that was said, I need a reparation. I need a little icing on top of this cake that y'all are giving me. Because when those relationships are damaged, that typically is the best way to, you know, expedite the repairing of said relationships. So if you're Cleveland and you don't want to move on from Baker because you realize, hey, you know, we're out of the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes, then you might have to overpay a little bit for him. And that's just the reality of their actions. Hey, cost-benefit analysis, baby. You, you should have thought about what it was going to cost you when you wanted to decide to go out there and talk about Deshaun Watson and inquire about him when you already had a Baker Mayfield in the house. Hmm. Oh, it's please draft be... Kenny Pickett. Please draft Kenny please Pickett. Draft, oh, my just please, please draft Kenny Pickett. J- j- just for the sake of your sicko scenario, please draft Ooh, him. Oh, I'm a sicko. <laughs> I'm a real sicko, Arthur Motes. I need it. Oh, I my God. All I right, thought we gotta... I knew where you were going with this, and you took the complete just – you spent it on me. I said, oh, we're, we're going there. I love it. I pulled up I pulled up to the south side, and I said, get in, Kenny. We're driving oh to Cleveland. Oh, my goodness. 
that's that's that that's that WU hate. That's that oh, that's the combo. I like it. It's it's, it's layered. That was that was a and, layered shot right there. You know what's funny too is like I don't like I I don't, I don't hate Kenny Pickett. I have I have no reason no, no, to. No. He never he no, never no, played against WVU, but I obviously do not like that university located in the Oakland district. No and question, I man. it's you got nothing to do with energy, man. it's got nothing to do with Kenny. It's got everything to do with I would just like to see the pit the pit Steeler fans have to suffer through that one. Oh yeah, that would be hilarious. Motsi, before we get out of here, we got a few minutes left. A couple other uh, around the league things I wanted to run past you. How about Vaughn Miller to your Buffalo Bills? I I know everyone's freaking out. They see the six years, $120 million, and he's 33 years old. But that's they, they, they're loading that up, and they're trying to win here now, right? He's not going to yeah, see the, all the, that the money. Deal, no, the deal is essentially three years, like 52 or $59 million, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. That's the way it's better. It, that's the way that is the um, – structured in the six-year element is to just space out some of the hit no different than when we do when we were doing the one-year avoidable deals last year right right it was technically a five-year contract on paper worth a lot of money but when you look at the way that they can get out of it that's the part where the 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 ice or the 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 right is on the wall but for me man i think it's a great move by buffalo Um, number one you're getting a bona fide pass rusher and a multi-time super bowl champion and a guy who still has something in the tank but you're also bringing in a veteran presence that's going to continue to help with the development of the younger pass rushers that they have on that yeah. roster. Yeah. Because Jerry Hughes, I mean, he's older now. He's, if I'm 34, he's 34 too. He's my age. We, was, we came out the same time. <laughs> so, you know, you want to get a little younger there. You want to, you know, so so with that, it's like, man, you drastically upgrade the position by bringing in, um, by bringing in Vaughn. But at the same time, you bring in a proven veteran, a Super Bowl MVP, multi-time Super Bowl champion, to help with the younger guys there and just continue to have that pedigree built up and that culture built up in Buffalo, the way that they're doing it right now. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think that's, that's a great move for them. You know, it's a guy who's still productive and I know you might, you might just look at Vaughn Miller on a stat sheet and think, ah, he's not the same player, but anybody who watched the Rams playoff run, like mm-hmm. he was just as important to that team as Aaron Absolutely. Donald and Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. I mean, he was against against Tampa Bay and that that big win in the divisional round against the Bucks. Oh, he, he was, was their, huge. He was, he was massive player. in I mean, there. He was, their, he was their best player in that game. I think. Yeah, honestly. he was massive in that role. Stafford and Cup made the made the plays at the end to win, but he was my goodness. And if you're Buffalo, you don't care necessarily what you get from him from from week one through eighteen. But when the playoffs come around, to have that guy in the locker room, to have his experience, his pedigree, and, and you know the ability to take it to another level, that's huge. And no one's going to be talking about the price tag if they end up winning a Super Bowl. That's what it's all about. Uh, speaking of price tags, Arthur Motes, whoo, Devontae Adams to the Rams, or to the Rams, to the Raiders, pardon me, Las Vegas, <laughs> to play with his old college quarterback, Derek Carr, the Fresno State boys, a big five-year deal that makes him the highest-paid wide receiver in the league. And I got to imagine Aaron Rodgers ain't too happy about this one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is one of those things that we knew was a potential when we just talked about their cap space, right, for the Green Bay Packers. It was like, man, how did they make this work when you're bringing back Aaron Rodgers? You just even paid him though it's big deal. Right, and you paid him the contract you paid him. Obviously, they wanted to franchise tag Devontae, but that costs. And, and them trying to figure out the best way to compensate him it wasn't going to be able to happen in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers returning. So the trade, I think, is a, is a plus for Devontae in the sense of now he gets compensated in the way that he should be. But at the same time, I think that him and Green Bay lose in a sense because for him, he's going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr. 
there were times where we didn't even know if Derek Carr would still be on the, the Raiders roster this offseason. Yeah, that's true. And now if you're Green Bay, yes, you still have Anthony Lazard, but you lose, you know, arguably the best receiver in the game right now. And no matter how great Aaron Rodgers has played, we know he needs a guy like Devontae. Devontae opens it up for everyone else. Yeah. And that's the part that, you know, they miss out on. So I think that both of these teams, you know, in terms of uh, – I feel like both parties in terms of the Packers and in terms of Devontae, you know, it's pros and cons to this move. But I'm interested to see how Aaron Rodgers reacts to this because we know his temperament. He's not a guy that is quiet. He voices nope. his opinion a lot. Yep. And we've heard him complain about the lack of receiver help or offensive talent around him. Yep. And now you take away his best weapon, arguably the best receiver in the NFL. I don't think he's going to be just super happy about that. I agree. Oh, man, his appearance on the Pat McAfee show next week should be electric. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, there have been some reports out there that um, – that Aaron knew that the that the Packers were were shopping him and that this was a possibility. But even if that's the case, yeah, I, I can't imagine that he's still thrilled. Uh, Motsi, yeah. before we get out of here, we got like a minute or two left. Um, I wanted to take one last tweet here, all right, to get us out of here. As, Let's as, do it. Let's do as it. As we always, you know, like I said, ninety eight and a half percent of the time here on the show, we're talking football. Well, maybe this is the other one and a half percent of the time. And I had to get this in today because when we go to do the show next week. It will be in the Sweet 16, and this really won't be right. as pertinent. Michael tweets us and wants to know, Cousins, who you got cutting down the nets for March Madness? Well, for me, man, I have Duke solely because of Coach K. But unfortunately, I haven't even been able to watch any basketball know, with poor, my current situation. You, you poor guy. All I know is Kentucky, who was the number two seed, just got knocked off by the 15 seed. Other than that, I can't tell you anything else. But give me Duke only because of Coach K. I feel like, you know, anytime you get that last ride, last dance, one one for the Gipper mentality, guys tend to step up. And Duke has quality players. I mean, Paolo uh, Panchero, man, he, he's a, a awesome talent, man. He's going to be a lottery pick when he comes out. I do think that, man, when you have star, pow- star power like him on the court, it helps you in a big way come tournament time. I'm going with Gonzaga. Ooh, little Chet Holmgren. Okay, okay. There's some like eventually it's got to be their time, right? They've been they've been to the final four like four times in the last six years. They lost the mm-hmm. national championship game last year. They lost the national championship game.